right. Well, welcome to the Awana Close podcast. Uh, my name is Tim Sandoval. Uh, I get the privilege of, of being an Awana missionary uh, here in Southern California. My, my territory stretches beyond that, but that's not our conversation for today. Today, I, I invited uh, two friends uh, to join us, uh, two friends that uh, I've, I've known for a little while. Um, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves here in a second. Uh, but uh, one from the, the, the far Florida coast, um, and then uh, one of my friends here in in the in the West Coast. So we got we got the whole the whole gamut covered. So Aubrey, we're gonna we're gonna start with you. We'll let ladies go first. So um, Aubrey, Aubrey, just share uh, maybe just a little bit about the church that you serve at, uh, your role. All right. So I'm Aubrey. Um, I we're in Santee, California, which is in San Diego, and um, we I go to Faith Bible Fellowship. I co-command the club with Lynn Fuhr my partner and wonderful, amazing, uh, co-commander who I could not do it without her. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we have, um, our club last year, well, two years ago was about a hundred kids. Our club this last year was about 130 and our club this year right now is eking close to 160. Um, I think this is my fifth year. And before that I was a TNT director. And before that I was, I worked as the sparks, um, leader and then before that, I didn't do Awana. I mean, I did it as a kid for a few years, but then stopped really young. And that was it for me for Awana. But then when we started having kids, um, we started obviously putting them in and then helping and serving. Awesome. Awesome. Very I'm cool. Paul. All right. Well, well, I'm Doyle Eldridge, and I'm the children's pastor at Heartland Church in Winter Haven, Florida. Uh, I've been here for almost 14 years now. And uh we are actually getting ready to launch our 14th year of Awana here at Heartland. Um, <clears throat> just to give you a little background, we, our church actually is only 21 years old. Uh, our church started uh, with 14 people 21 years ago, and now we, on a typical Sunday, there, there's about we have about 1,500 people. And uh, we started our Awana program, like I said, 14 years ago. Um, and uh, at the beginning of our Awana clubs back then, uh, we had about 25 to 30 kids coming on Wednesday nights. We launched our Awana program immediately and uh, jumped up into the 70s to 80s back then. And uh, today, uh, uh, we're running somewhere in the 225 to 230 mark. And so God's been good. It was greater before COVID. But uh, we're coming back, and God's good. And we've uh, we've had some amazing growth in our leadership too from the beginning. I remember being excited about having uh, twenty five and thirty leaders in the beginning. And this past year, we had a hundred and fifteen leaders, and so we're pretty excited about that. And we've got well over a hundred leaders right now, and we're doing a pre registration right now. And we've pre registered one hundred and seventy kids so far, and we still got a couple of weeks. We launched two weeks from tonight, but we're excited about it. And, and uh, this is this is actually my 35th year doing Awana. Um, so um, a lot of th things have changed over the years uh, through Awana. Uh, but here we are still doing it. God's doing some great things. And God has definitely brought some great leadership uh, to Heartland for sure. I tell you what, I can't do it without them. They're they're absolutely amazing. So, th so thank you for that. That's great. Yeah. So in the in the children's ministry, um, in a new reality 
research that that Alana did with with Barna. If you guys have, have seen have seen the book, yeah. um, so basically the the question the question that gets asked is whose response whose responsibility is it ultimately for the 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 spiritual development of our of our kids? Um, who, whose role is that um, primarily? Um, on and and so in the research that Barna asked, um, they they asked um, children ministry leaders, um, they asked just church attenders, and then they asked the parents. Um, and so when when we when we talk about the stalemate, the stalemate happens um, because when when we asked children's ministry leaders, ninety five percent of them said it's the responsibility of the parents. Um, ultimately that's, that's the parents' responsibility. Um, which is for 95% of anything, Matt, Matt talks about this a lot for 95% of anything to be agreed upon, even in children ministry world, that's, that's like a huge thing. Um, cause we don't usually agree on, on that much stuff to that degree. That's, that's a big, big number. Um, so when, when the question was then asked, um, of, the the church attender or or the parent it was obviously dramatically less um so the number dropped uh for for the general church attender it drops to 55 percent um say the parents are to be those 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 spiritual leaders um and then it drops even less than that to 49 percent of parents say that they're supposed to be the the spiritual leaders so you've got this dramatic difference between what children's ministry leaders say or who is supposed to be that person versus who the parents believe um, is supposed to be. And of course, so when the parents say only 49% of them say they're supposed to be, guess what? 51% of them are saying the church um, is supposed to be the one that it, that is doing that. So we've termed that the stalemate because you, you've got this very large discrepancy between um, the mindset of of those two groups and and who is who is to be um, leading our kids um, in that. So we just want to have a discussion around that and and kind of dive into what what that looks like with with the two of you. Um, kind of boots on the ground. Um, you guys are in the middle of that, um, talking through what 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 that looks like. So I guess we'll start with just. Would you agree with with those those numbers? Do you think that's reflective of of your crew as as far as both your parents as as well as the the children's leaders that that you guys have in your programs? Would you agree that that that's probably a a, a similar response that you would get from your folks? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. I, yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. Uh, I believe uh, that that most parents, I think, believe it's the church's responsibility. In, in our case, um, you know, I would say that the percentage is definitely higher for them believing it is the church's responsibility. And we'll just do what you guys tell us to do, you know, and how, how we should live when we get a chance. So I think that is definitely. I think, too, like I even have I was talking to a friend just this week and <clears throat> when you have, you know, they grew up in church, they grew up in Awana. And so that was a great experience for them. And then now they're putting their kids and they're like, okay, I'm going to do the same thing with my kids. But some of them I feel like are missing, but it's also you. It's so important that it's you, you know, yeah, one, it was great for you and it did all these things, but I guarantee you it was your parents that were discipling you. And don't forget that piece. Hmm. 
why do you think why do you think that is why why do you think parents um what what is the what is the primary reason that you would think that parents are like no 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 that's that's the church i i i can't do that um where does that come from do you think well this this might be harsh but i feel like if you as an adult don't have the understanding of the urgency and the importance of discipling your children like you know that's that's a I don't want to say it sound too harsh but that's a maybe a spiritual maturity like you have to know God's word and you have to know that it says that it is your job and it needs to be morning afternoon evening all day 100% all in like and so if you don't have that maybe you just haven't gotten to that point yet but we have a parent meeting at the beginning of club every year where we do a barbecue and then the parents all, I give them free food and then I bring them all into the sanctuary and I go through and I'm like, you know, I lay it out. Like we are here to support you in any way that we can, but this is your responsibility. This is what you make of it. And it is your job. And I, I tell them that as a parent myself, like, and so I kind of go through the, that. And like, I had one of these questions. um, It says, what of God does your family see in you? And so just asking questions like that and asking like, do your kids see this example in you? What of God do they see in you? Is he the priority in your life? Is he what you spend time focusing on is, you know, all these different things. And like, not to like be too harsh, but at the same time, just reminding, like, I feel like sometimes parents just need to be reminded like, oh yeah, this is my job. I need to be doing this. And then as a club, um, you know, understanding too, that not everyone's going to buy into that. So like we have all these different levels, like we have the parents that are doing that. Then we have the parents that don't do that. And then we have the parents that are totally not in that realm at all. I know I'm talking too much. (laughs) No, 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 you're fine. No, that's good. Well, Tim, you know, one of the things that you said a minute ago was, what do you, what do you think the reason is? And my thought is, is the, I have seen, uh, families evolve into something totally different over the years. And um, it seems like to me that Satan has done his best to pull people from God and to social life. I mean, it's like every every parent thinks their kid is going to be the next MLB star or the next, you know, NFL star. And so they they focus most of their life into that. I, I tell you, our numbers drop in Awana in the spring because mm-hmm. baseball, I mean, yep. it's baseball practice. And, and you know, that's because that's where the focus has, has been drawn. Listen, yeah. when I grew up, we, we didn't have practices and games on Wednesday nights. It, that was <laughs> that was church night. But yeah. it has changed. And I believe that that is what's happened. And so, therefore, we have these parents now that are focusing more on that. So they figure that they will get their spiritual time when we come to church on Sunday and when we go to a one on Wednesday night, that's where we're going to get it. And so, but life has become so busy in the typical home. The mm-hmm. typical home has gotten so busy that there is no time for God. And I believe that's been the biggest downfall in the, in the family and the homes today. Yeah. Yeah. 100% agree. And that, and that's where I'm like, you know, what are you prioritizing as a parent? You're telling your kids it's more important for us to go to practice three times a week and go to games. And it doesn't matter if they're on Sundays, we'll just miss church. That's what you're telling your kids. That's what you're prioritizing versus, 
And and I try to tell my parents, if you prioritize God and give your time to God, all those other things will work out. I promise. I've seen it. I've, you know, experienced it. And just trying to get them to shift that priority. Hmm. I, I think I, I think you guys have nailed it. That that culture shift. I mean, there is there is definitely been a dramatic culture shift um, in and and actually, I was just listening to our on on our, our our sister podcast, our child discipleship podcast. There there was they were just talking about this, um, and 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 Ross was Ross was interviewing. I think it was another Florida pastor, as a matter of fact, or maybe no Tennessee. Anyway, and he was talking specifically about the the sports culture um that we're in but he also said you know but it goes beyond that too it's 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 just the activity level is is insane i mean let's just be let's just call it what it is um it, it is it is insane um with how busy we feel we have to be um and 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 how many things our kids need to be involved in um here's what here's the what i i, I where i want to take the conversation though is what are what are as as the church what are we guilty of um in that conversation because because let's be honest i i i I don't want to just cast stones at, at parents um and say bad parents um because and 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 let's be honest and you you all have probably had that same conversation that i have had and and for crying out loud that i had within my own head of did I do enough for my kids? I mean, my, my kids are all older um, adults now, but did I, I think, and even those that are in it right now in having some of those conversations, if, if they're very honest, they go, gosh, yeah, I, 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 I recognize I probably need to have them in church more. Um, but society says you got to be doing all of this stuff. So I, I, I think um, I, I don't think we have to cast a lot of stones on them because not too many of them are arguing. No, 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 no. Sports is way more important. Um, we don't hear that. Um, but but I am curious. So so understanding that aspect of it, but within the church, um, and so specifically, we're talking Awana clubs um, within our Awana club mentality or, 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 or whatnot. What are we guilty of um, in, in, in proliferating that problem? Um, if, if that makes sense, does, does that I, I don't know if I'm if I'm phrasing that question correctly, but but does, does that make sense? What, what do you guys think? What are, how are we adding to that problem? And and I have a specific thought, but I, I want to hear what you guys have to say first. Well, uh, I, I'll tell you this and then you can tell me if you're, if that's what you're thinking. I feel like some of the, the, um, I feel like sometimes when we have kids, we'll say, okay, you didn't work on this at home. You didn't prepare. You didn't do it. Okay. Well then I'm not going to help you. I'm going to move on to this other kid. You know what I mean? And I'm like, so stuff like that, where maybe there's like a little bit of a judgment, like you should have done this at home and you didn't. So <laughs> almost a punishment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I, but, you know, I think sometimes uh, we don't we don't hold the parents accountable enough sometimes. And I, I'm, I don't I don't want to come across as like I'm putting them on restriction or beating them down or something like that for being excited about baseball or soccer or whatever. 
or anything else. But I, I feel like sometimes we don't dig into that enough with the parents. Um, so I think there's a, a little bit of a disconnect on that. And we've gotten used to that because culture seems to have changed. And so we've kind of gotten used to, OK, well, I'm just all right. I'm just assuming we're our club is going to drop in March because baseball is coming around. And so we just we're used to that. That's, it's just and we think it is what it is. That's what's happening. I, I wonder. So here's kind of where my thought went to uh, around this. Are we doing are, are we doing enough for the parents to help them understand that role? Um, mm-hmm. Like like are, are we preparing them well enough? Is the church um, casting that vision? We talked about vision in, in the previous podcast. Um, uh, are we casting that vision well enough to our parents um, and and giving them the tools and the resources and the the stuff they need um, to 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 even do that. Would you guys say? Well, first of all, it is, it is the church's responsibility to come alongside and partner with the parents, encourage them, and and pray for them for sure, and assist them in their these God given roles. One of the things that I'm very um, passionate about, I guess you would say, is that as parents do join us and they're regular, uh, you know, attenders, unless there's baseball, whatever, uh, we, I do my best in different ways to, to get the parents to buy into our vision. But one of the things that I also do is if I sense that they're, they do have, you know, a, 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 they do have some type of a vision of leading their kids in the right way. I work on trying to get the parents to join us in this ministry, to join us, to, to, to make them feel as passionate as we are about teaching their kids the gospel and training them to serve him. So, um, we, as a matter of fact, many of so the Doyle, people- Doyle, before you move on, let me, let me, what does that look like though? Like, like practically speaking, how do, how do you invite them into that? What, what do you, what do you do practically? that 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 pulls and, and maybe that's too pointed of a question but but what do, what do you do specifically that that does that with your parents well without making it broad i mean you could do something very broad uh like aubrey said you know having a parent meeting which we do um mm-hmm. but i think it, it is an individual one-on-one thing i mean and, and that's it's a continual touch it's a continual encouragement to uh, it's a continual letting the parents know how well their kids are doing in in a club and in church and how proud you are and and encouraging the parents. Keep going, keep going, keep pushing, you know, and uh, uh, having some testimony of that, of what God's doing in their life. And and again, inviting the parents to join us in this, in what we're doing. I agree. And I think, OK, so bear with me, but I've got, okay. So like I've got multi tier approach. Okay. So, you know, it's the same with my communication. Not everyone's on Facebook. Not everyone does email. Not everyone does. So when we communicate with parents, we do it on Facebook. We do it on email. We have a paper copy. We do handouts. Like we have, we have it on the whiteboard. Like I try to cover all the bases that I feel like that's the same with parents and ministry with kids. You've got parents that are all in 
you've got parents that are, I'm going to send my kid and hope that it works. And then you've got parents that are like, that just sounds like a good idea and send those kids. So I feel like at the start of every year, you've got all these different types of families. And I feel like it's so important to like, use the leaders, recognize who you have, and then you tailor your approach to those families. And so if you've got the kids that are all in and the parents are all in, great, you work with those people. If you've got parents that aren't doing anything at home, then now, okay, guess what? Now we're going to take care of that little piece until hopefully those families come along and move up into that I'm all in category. Does that make sense? And so like kind of tailoring, like we send out a weekly email. This is where your kids should be. Like as a parent, I remember being like, what, where are you? What's going on? You know, just busy. So we send out where your kids should be. And then the leaders at the end of the night, I try to give them time while we're dismissing to go, okay, now go talk to the parents. If you've got a kid that you recognize that you're, maybe there's not a lot going on at home, then go talk to that parent engage that parent. And if uh, the best thing to do is to be like, Hey, so-and-so did a really great job tonight in this, because usually when a parent's getting talked to by a leader, it's, Oh, so-and-so did something wrong. But like, if you start with like, these are the things I'm seeing, these are the areas that I'm seeing them grow in. Then the parents like, Oh, wait, what, what's going on? You know, and it engages them. And then, and then Doyle, like you said, if you have parents that are just totally not involved at all, and you keep seeing that as a problem, reach out to them. You know, what, what's going on in your life? How can I help you? How can I support you? And so just kind of tailoring your approach to each of all these different categories. And the only way you can tailor that is to actually know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I think for me personally, I I, I remember as a young dad, um, I mean, sitting there going, yes, I know I'm supposed to do this, but what do I do? Um, and 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 just that that sense of um, a, a a non-equipped, um, non-resourced. I, I I mean, I the the examples that I'd had. I mean, my dad wasn't a great example. I mean, my my dad lived a a, a, a good life, um, but but we didn't have. I mean, at home devotions or, or or anything like that, and. The, the the one example I had of that of a friend it was a train wreck I mean it was just not good at all um and and so um I I, I my my burden and my concern at this point is is helping our our parents with 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 practical things and and one of the things that that we talk about in Awana um and and my boss talks about a lot is you know the 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 power of the the handbook um is is so valuable and and sometimes i have conversations and and it breaks my heart when i hear churches that that don't send the handbook home um no 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 we can't send that thing home it it, it won't come back and it's like oh my gosh you're 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 missing the, the the one of the primary purposes and the beauty of that handbook is that's the tool that's the resource that that we give to the parent to say listen this is how you're going to help disciple your kids we get them for 2 hours maybe not even two hours, you've got them for another 166 hours that next week to, to really invest in your kids. And that, that, that handbook is that tool that, that, you know, we, if you, if you pull that thing out every night and and you just work through that, I mean, the stories are there, the verse is there. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a powerful piece. And, and if, if, if I'm honest, I, I don't know if we do a great job of 
expressing that to the parents, like of, of really getting that buy-in from them or around that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, may, and maybe maybe that is happening. Um, but but I, I sense um, in in just talking to the churches that that I get to talk with that 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 that. That's not a that's not a key piece of 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 our of our ministry. Would you guys agree with that? And maybe you guys do that well. I, I don't know. No, I agree with you on that. And I'm not going to say that we do it well. But I mean, one of the things that we are going to talk about and that we do talk about in our training this coming year is that uh, as a leader in our Awana Club, um, our leaders are are actually small group leaders. So the kid, the, you know, each leader is going to have the same kids the entire year. So one of the things that they are trained to do, whether they do a great job of it or not, but uh, what they're trained to do is to get to know these parents one-on-one mm. -on -one with the parents. If a, if a small group leader has four kids in their group, all they have to do is keep up with four kids, not the other 230, but four kids. And so they're encouraged on their very first night when their name is called out to his pickup time, you know, and maybe this child is, you know, not doing so well in their handbook or they're behind or they're noticing that they're just not doing anything. They walk to the parent and said, hey, I'd like to encourage you to help them with this, this and this, you know, and show that you actually care. Uh, then if you show that you actually care, I, I feel like that that's actually partnering with them. So uh, we encourage them to do that. Now, our directors of each one of our grades, like I said, we have a director. They they encourage their leaders to do that. And they, they try to do that themselves. They stay near the parental checkout where the parents come to check out the kids. And so we try to encourage the parents. And we always let them know where they are in their their, their book. And we always let them know if, if they're, they're doing a good job, too. Uh, their child recited this scripture or whatever we we you know, we tell them how great their child is doing. That's again, that's encouragement. And if the parent is encouraged to, hey, I'm doing a pretty good job. I think that they'll follow the process with you too, or help with it anyway. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Aubrey, would you, um, would you, would you, uh, would you say you guys do a good job of that with your parents as far as equipping them, understanding the, the, the handbook, the importance of the handbook and, and whatnot? Um, <clears throat> I feel like we do a pretty good job of it, but I mean, there's always, <clears throat> there's always going to be room to do things better. And I don't want to, um, you know, I would hesitate, like Doyle said to say, oh yeah, we're doing great. Like, because then you get into that trap of like, you don't reevaluate and you don't check and make sure you really are doing great. Um, I do feel like there are a lot of churches that don't have the support or community that we have. I do feel like we have a really, our pastoral support, our community of the people in church that are praying for club, that are invested in club, that are um, quality leader. I love that. I love that. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, like you said, Tim, prayer is huge. And so I feel like, too, our our club is so great because we have the entire church is praying for it. The pastor is praying for it. Everyone, there's always prayer. Lynn and I are praying for it. The leaders are praying for it. Prayer is so huge. And that's, <clears throat> to me, the most important thing. If you want to know how to interact with your parents better or engage your parents or decide, you know, equip your parents, pray for that. Pray for that wisdom, you know, the wisdom of God. Like he will show you, do this, do that. And this is how you can make it better. Do I think churches 
not do it? Absolutely. No question. Like there are many churches that don't do that. Um, I feel like some of that too is a lot of younger churches are very showy and like the older people that might have the wisdom about how to disciple and engage are gone. (laughs) So (laughs) that's, that's a hard thing too. Like, you know, I don't love that, but, um, the other thing too, I was going to say is, um, no matter what tool of ministry you're using, if you are in prayer about it and it is directed from the Lord, I don't care what tool you're using, um, encouraging parents, use the tool. It doesn't matter what tool it is, use it and stop accepting counterfeits because the world offers all these other things, sports, plays, Mm -hmm. band, whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, you know, TV, video games, all these things, the world offers all these counterfeits that suck all that time away. And just reminding parents, like, that's a counterfeit, like your, your focus um, should be on like, what's coming? How is your child equipped? And like, I feel like sometimes even just reminding them of that, they go, Oh, that's right. You know, or giving them permission, this friend that I was talking to, she's like, but I have to do this. I have to, I have to have my kid in the sport. I have to have this kid do this. And I'm like, no, you don't, (laughs) you don't have to do anything. The only thing you have to do is what you have said you believe. And what does the word of God say? That's what you have to do. So just reminding them that like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same point, not making them feel bad. I mean, because in and of itself and and those those activities are not of Satan. Um, I mean, they're they're in and of themselves. They're they're not bad. I mean, it's it's probably good. I mean, exercise is great. Um, the, the, the interaction that the kids get with their, their teammates is fantastic. I mean, and, and so I, I think, but there's a balance and, and I think that the balance has to be where, where we, the, the where the conversation goes. Cause I, I think once things are so out of balance where there's a, a greater emphasis on kind of what you were just talking about, Aubrey, that, that the greater emphasis becomes on the the worldly things, the stuff that ultimately doesn't matter. Um, and and when the 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 priority rests there instead of on on those things that are that that speak to the spiritual health of our kids, I think that's when things are messed up. And and that's where we we get ourselves in, in trouble. And and yeah, that that's that's a tough thing. So exactly. Yeah. And I don't mean to say that those things are bad. It's that it's the balance. It's the prioritization. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Another thing I, I wanted to highlight that I heard from both of you um, is is just that important of importance of relationships um, that that gosh, that is so key. And, and do I love what what you said as far as your small group leaders? It, it's not just a ministry to the kids. It, you're ministering to those parents also. Um, and, and sometimes let's let's be honest, there's there's families that are in our programs they don't step foot in a church um, out, outside of our, our club setting. And so that small group leader, gosh, you may be that, that, that to that parent, you may be the only connection between the church and, and that parent. And wow, the, what, what, how, how that expands our ministry at that point. 
um, when when you when you own that and and you take that relationship side of things and 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 really focus in on that, that's that's powerful. Um, and and man, and we've all you've all heard the stories. I mean, how many how many parents do we we hear the stories of that are saved um, just simply by what what they've done with their kids and their books and 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 all of those kind of things. And and gosh, how much more powerful that that would be if that small group leader um, saw that as much of their ministry um, as as it was to their kids. And gosh, that wow, we could we could do some great things um, with with a little bit of with a little bit of focus. I think on that 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 would be really really cool. So you know, Tim, over my thirty five years of doing Awana now, um, I can actually tell that story a few times where kids went home with their books got their parents who are unbelievers to uh, help them memorize scriptures that actually have come back and accepted Jesus as their savior. So it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing what I can do. So good, huh? Absolutely. I, I would be remiss if I if I did not mention um, one of one of the solutions that Awana has has put together just recent in this year um, is talk about um, and and man uh, talk about is um, I, I joke when I when I talk with with our, our our church leaders about talk about the only the only thing I don't like about talk about is it's about nineteen years too late for me. Um, but but man, talk about if 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 listeners have not heard anything about talk about um go now um go now to to see what what talk about is talk about literally is a resource um for parents to learn and 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 a resource that they can use at home to disciple kids at home um and 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 is is i i hate to use the word simple but there's there's it is it's it's simple um it's but but so effective um it's it's a five or ten minute little bible study that you have with your family and then and then there's activities through the week that point back to it um and so it just becomes it just becomes part of your lifestyle um which is what i think we need um in in that setting i i i don't think we need these long drawn out bible studies with our kids um but we just need to do life with our kids um that that become component of the 3b philosophy that we talk about so much in our ministry um is is gosh that that's where that comes through when when we can walk beside our kids um and and help them understand that so all right i we're probably near the end i don't even know where we're at with this this has been a great conversation anything you guys i'll give you guys the last word any anything else that you guys would would like to talk about um within this Well, I, I do think, again, I think it is uh, a shared responsibility with our parents uh, to help them with the discipleship portion. And even especially our younger parents that maybe aren't as engaged to teach them how to disciple. And I think that this comes really more of a one-on-one Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't think it's a social media post. I don't think it's an email. Hey, you should do this. I think it's it's a one by one thing. And I think that, that uh, we the church needs to do a little bit better job of reaching out and training parents on a one by one basis. Now, all the other things are great, wonderful things. We should do all the other things to help parents, um, you know, giving them handouts like we said, the old way of giving them handouts or maybe. Hold them accountable for the handout you gave them. Maybe some questions to come back answered 
with parents' help or something. But there are many ways to do it. But I think that the one-on-one, uh, it definitely is a way that we need to engage a little bit better. Mm, that's good. That's good. Aubrey, any last thoughts? Um, I think just like Doyle said, just um, it's all about the relationship and the investment. And when they see you investing in their kid, then they want to be part of that. Um, you know, we, like I said, we try to have the leaders of those, of those kids. Cause we do the same thing. This is your group. So the leaders of those kids, I'm going to go find your parents. I'm going to go talk to them. You have to do that. If you want that parent to be engaged, it's mm-hmm. the emails, you know, they, the parents always reply to my email when I'm asking how many are coming for the barbecue. But when I send out like an inspirational email, chirp, 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 chirp. So it has to be that one-on-one, like Doyle said. And, you know, this year we're have, we have a board, somebody's doing it for me because I've been wanting it for like three years, but like, who are the leaders so that the parents have their faces? They know, okay, that leader is my kid's leader. You know, there's been times where it's like you go a whole year. And if you ask the parent, who was your kid's leader? I don't know. You know, like that's, it's gotta be a community and engaged you know, we're all in this together, moving this forward with that long view. I mean, if you can get the parents to see that long view of what's really important <clears throat> in this world, not all these other things, but we're coming, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, what is the final destination? What is, where's our citizenship? You know, that's good. That's good. Hey, Doyle, would you do me a favor? I'd love it if you could just close this out in prayer. I'd, I'd love I'd love if you could pray for our, our both our parents as well as our, our listeners, our, our children ministry leaders, um, obviously for our parents that, that they would take ownership of that, um, but also for our churches, that, that our churches would be um, inspired to, to really equip our parents well to do that. Um, I, I think that could be really cool. So would, would you mind closing this out in prayer along those lines? Thank thank you, God, for, uh, Lord, the opportunity to minister to boys and girls. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to minister the gospel and then to train them, Father, to serve Jesus. And, And Lord, as we minister to these families ourselves, Father, teaching them to how to disciple their children, how to engage with us with what we're trying to accomplish Father, in these uh, in these times, Father, I pray that you will do a mighty, mighty work. Lord, many, many churches are starting their Awana clubs in the next week or two or three. And I pray that, God, that there will be a very powerful undertaking in all of our churches. That, Lord, that we will uh, do a wonderful job of discipling children and training parents on how to do that. And, Lord, for all the churches that are uh, walking with these young families that are uh, trying to figure out how to do it, how to do it right. And Father, how, uh, God, that you will be blessed and honored the most. So God, we just thank you for what you're going to do in the days ahead. Lord, use us, Father. Use us to just do some powerful, mighty works in the days ahead. And we're going to give you glory for what you're going to accomplish. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks, Mr. Tim. You bet. You bet. 
Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio. All rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more details about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more information about Tim and his ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. The executive producer of this podcast is me, Ross Cochran. And our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. And you also heard their song, Throne, from their album, Save Me From Myself. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you.